feel like I always intro. I want to hear you intro. Hey, guys. Two friends talking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. We're here. Uh, we ready, we ready yeah. to talk about this past week. That's it. We're here for it. Yeah, we're here for it. We're going to have to work on that. I mean, I feel like our general intro got to get better, but that was that was a little rough. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not good with intros. It's all good. Well, go ahead. You start us off. Where do you want to start at? It was, a, it was, a, it was um, an interesting week. Yeah, it was a very interesting week. You know what? I'm going to start with the GOAT because I'm tired of saying stuff and y'all not listening to me on this podcast. Chris Brown, the GOAT, arrested for false accusations of rape. In yes. Paris. <laughs> Detained for like what twenty four hours maybe, and then released. Twenty four, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna start this off by saying I knew he was innocent the whole time. And now he's suing for defamation of character. I knew my guy was innocent because he is Chris Brown. And <laughs> the, so, first things first, he's. I will say it again, he's Chris Brown. In case you're not listening, who this man is. This man can have a concert, look in the crowd, and play any mini money mo. And pick anyone, and more than likely, that female is going to say yes. Like, he is who he is. You know, he doesn't have to read people. He's Chris Brown. On top of that, for a man who's still recovering from what happened with Rihanna, because people still don't like him for it, he's not going to do something. He's not this dumb to do something like this on top of already what happened with Rihanna. So he's not an idiot, okay? On top of that, he is Chris Brown. That's like accusing Drake of rape or like something like that. Like Drake don't got to rape nobody either. He's Drake. As much as I don't like him, he can like – like same thing as Chris Brown. He has a concert, any, mini, mini, mo. okay, I want you, and they're going to say yes. It's just one of those things like who, who even – like what cop even thought of putting handcuffs on this man to be like, hey – he got accused of uh, some allegations going on of rape and blah, blah, blah. Like, I would laugh at a girl who called and say, Chris Brown raped me. I would probably laugh. I'm not going to lie. Not that rape is a joke, but, you know, he is who he is. You know, it's just some people I just wouldn't think. Trey Song's another one. These people sing. They, they perform. They're, they're, according to the world of po- females, they're very attractive men. They don't really need to rape anybody. So I was mad at because it was a day after he just signed a, his new record deal to own all his masters. And then so, he, and then you got to follow that yeah, up with this. Yeah, like yeah. every time something positive happens for him, something negative got to happen the next day. So I don't know. Maybe conspiracy a little bit. I don't know. Like let my man live, man. He just signed a – he's the youngest man to ever own his masters. He's doing very great things in music. His undecided track was crazy. He's doing great things. And for someone to come that out, that grew on me. By the way, I wasn't, I wasn't really feeling it that much, and then it grew on me. Oh, that's my theme song for this year. I'm on the side. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Until these, before December first. Uh, Until December first, I'm on the side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, I like saw it. I saw the, the the story come out about you know him being in Paris and alleged rape, and I'm just like. Yeah, I'm like, yo, why is this man such a target? Like, I've never, like, I've never seen somebody be targeted 
Like, it's like, because I was like, I swear, like, I was just thinking, like, maybe, like, a week or so before this happened, I was like, oh, Chris Brown is on a good streak. Like, you know, he's staying out the news. He just put out the single. Like, everything's good. He's, like, you know, just posting pictures of, like, his accomplishments and his daughter. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, he in the clear. And then, like, I swear, I feel like I jinxed it. And then a week later, this come out. But I feel like this man is just, like, like a straight-up target. Like, whenever it's too, whenever it's too quiet for him, on like the scandal front, I feel like there's just something else. And I'm just like, I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, why do females feel like, I feel like, you know what, this need, like, this needs to be like a public, like if he is, if he is like not, if he didn't do it, if he is like, if it's straight up allegations and then like this, whoever this lady is, she just is accusing him. Like he straight up is, this needs to be like a public thing where she, where he suing her. Like, and I don't know how much, because I mean, I doubt she had money, but whatever, like whether it's jail time or whatever, like it just needs to be public. Because I feel like, you know, there is no, like, there is no repercussion for people who send out these false allegations. And then it's like now, like his legacy was already tainted because of the whole Rihanna thing. But now you just add in like rape allegations, which is like, even if you didn't do it, you could be 100% in the clear, but it's just hard to come back from that. Yeah, just the allegation. That's, and that's, it's just that's, like, that's not a joke. Yeah, that's not and a it's joke. just like, yeah, and it's way too easy for people to just be like, oh, I got raped. Oh, I got molested. And then it's just like, and nothing happened. Now, if it did happen, that's a different story. But it's like, for first of all, for victims of people who actually are getting raped, it's like, now you like, you like, we like desensitized to it because it's like, oh, yeah, somebody else is just lying and telling they're just trying to just want their 15 minutes of fame. But like, no, this needs like publicly, like whether it's like, and I was reading something where it was like it could be, like if if it is false, like the allegation, it could be up to like a year of jail time for this girl or whatever for like false false accusations or whatever. But something needs to publicly be done because so that people will start thinking twice. Because right now it's like, um, yeah, I could just lie, say I did it, it didn't happen. Yeah, you could just you and could then, just hashtag me to it, and that's it. So yeah, and then it's like, all right, well that happened, and then nothing happens. Even if like it comes out now, Chris Brown didn't do it, um. <laughs> And then, like, nothing will happen to her. It's like, oh, well, she was a liar. And then the next day, the life goes on and nothing happened to her. But like, nah, something, something got to happen. And I knew, I mean, yeah, I knew he yeah. didn't, I could tell he didn't do it when he put up the, <laughs> he put up the post. Like, this, he's like, this dick lying. And then, um, you know, he got out and, he, you know, he was positive through the whole thing, which is cool. But like, nah, something need that, something need to happen. Like, for sure. Cause then it was the other joint when he was like locked up in the, when he, when he was like locked up in his crib and then the police was outside and it was a girl saying that. Um, yeah, was it, like it wasn't rape, but it was like like he, that, that she was he, that he got yeah, he like he threatened her and something he like guns, yeah, yeah. Her and all that. yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah, it's like and then that turned out to be nothing, and nobody knows what happened to the girl. I'm sure she's just walking the streets like nothing happened, and like yeah, so it's crazy. But yeah, no, nah, I'm glad. Just, I'm glad she's just yeah. a walking target, and I I hate it. Yeah, it's, it's, she's it's, a goat. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but. You know, like you said, he's smarter than that. He know that, like, you know, like you said, after what happened with him and Rihanna, and it's crazy. I've talked to several people just in, like, talking about Chris Brown, people who've, like, listened to the podcast and hear us talk about Chris Brown, who've, like, not forgiven him because <laughs> of what happened with Rihanna. And, like, they're like, Yo, how can, like, I've, it's like people who, like, haven't listened to his music since, like, Run It and, like, that's crazy. Since before he was, you're yeah, since out. before he turned, tw- yeah, like you're missing out. But they just like they're just like I can't because of what happened. But I'm like, yo, Rihanna herself forgave him. Rihanna herself was out publicly with him, so it's like, yeah, why are like, you holding on to it? Like, so as like, and as, it was not, not, yeah, and then not that it was right. It was not wrong. It was, it was wrong, like for sure. Not for sure. But 
There's nothing wrong. Yeah, but the boy, they were teenagers. Like, it happened. He, like, she forgave him. Everybody moved on. Both of their careers skyrocketed after it. And it's like, come on now. Like, I mean, like, why? Yeah. Like, you're allowed to have a bad day. It's not like he was consistently hitting her. He had yeah a, a night out and, you know, whatever she did to provoke him and all that doesn't make an excuse for it. But she admitted to her her wrongs in that situation. And, you know, he had a bad day. And he's learned from it. He's grown. He's done nothing since besides get accused of things that he didn't do. He's done yeah. nothing since. And he's been just – he's been the greatest ever since. Like, they both like, – like you said, both the career skyrocketed. And it's just like – Whoever doesn't listen to Chris Brown because of that incident, you're just missing out. You're missing out on plenty of music. You're missing out on just happiness because his music is so happy. It's enjoyable. It puts a smile on my face. Every time I see a new Chris Brown song, before I even hear it, I'm I'm ready. I'm, it's already it's already hot before I even put it on. Yeah. He's just you know he's just that talented. Yeah. So if you um, listen and yeah, you don't listen so. to Chris Brown, listen now. Please. Listen right now. Listen like, right now. Go, yeah. You got about you got about three or four albums. About four albums well, since then that you need to like, the catch podcast. Up go catch up and, <laughs> <press play. laughs> and then come back. Yeah. And then come and back. Then come back. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that was yeah, that was interesting news for, for C B, but glad he out and sure like he was quick on that. Yeah, we definitely pressing charges on her. Yeah. Defamation. Sure. Like she yeah, she's gonna get that work. Um where we at, where we at? Oh, I mean, speaking of goats, I feel like we should have started with this, but you, you can't I, go I wrong start with either way. Hey, I, I feel, I I feel like people are gonna be like, we very, we very Chris Brown, very J Cole biased. I feel like as, we probably gonna have to start I making am. conscious no, efforts to not to not no, talk I about them. I feel like we've talked about them every podcast so far. Um, I mean, the week the weekend did a better Dirt Diana than Michael Jackson. But <laughs> <I'm talking about. laughs> uh, gosh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's just jump right into Middle Child. Let's just let's just Go jump ahead. right into it. Please do. So, oh my God. First of all, we are we are J Cole fans. We are J Cole stands. So what? Get over it. The song is a really fire, dope song. It's what we thought it would be. It is a good song. Like he put out, and it's like let's just talk about let's just talk about J Cole's promotion. Like the way he promotes stuff. It's just like it like it's never it never fails. It like always works. Whether it's like the pop up little, the little pop up concerts or whatever in little intimate settings, like a week before the album come out, or it's like the the post for like the revenge sessions, or now it was just like deleting his Instagram and then just doing stuff, posting pictures of like famous people that were middle children, then dropping it, and it's like his promotion is like a one because it's like it's simple, but it gets people attention. Also because he's not on social, so when he is on. We like, we like, we like, oh, okay, what, what, he got something to say. Yeah. And then he drops the song. The song was fire. Like, he, um, I think it's like maybe the first song in a while that he didn't like himself produce. Yeah. T minus produce it. And I mean, like, I think he's like, like, he's definitely paying attention. Like, we've all, you know, people have been talking about how, like, he's been a, you know, he can, yes, he can produce. He does it, he does it well. Like, his albums are good. But it's like now, like, getting other producers, getting a new sound. And I feel like, you know, he like, all right, cool. I gave y'all three albums where I did it. I did three or four albums where I did it. I did everything. And, you know, went 
platinum, no features. But now it's like, all right, you know, I hear y'all saying I need to work with other people. Now I'm about to go work with other people and really like flame the game. So if he started in 2019 off like this with his single, I'm sure the revenge revenge is going to be fire. And then who knows? Like we could get another Cole album before the end of 2019. We usually have no, to wait have like to. two years. We usually it's usually like a two year gap, but we could get another one. If he started in 2019 off with this, with that, with that heat. With that yeah. heat, like, I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't even know where to start with this song. Like, seriously. Like, all right. So, talking to my brother, who's about ten years older than me. So he's he's in what J Cole's referring to as like in hip hop, being the middle child in hip hop. You know, because he's the little bro and big bro all at once. Just left the lab yeah. with Twenty One Savage, about to go had uh, go meet Jigga for lunch. He is the middle child. Yeah. That's where we fall in. Okay, we don't we don't fit in with the little pumps and uh, you know as much as as much as we like them you know the the even, even whether you like them or not the the juice worlds and the little Uzi verts we don't fit in with that group. Yeah, we don't we fit in with the Drake, Wale, uh, Cole, Kendrick. That's 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 our that's us. You know we're the middle child of hip hop. As much as we love the the Eminem's, Jay Z's, Andre 2000s, Nas. As much as we love them, Biggie. That's a little that's 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 the big brother, you know? Generation. Yeah. So my brother is a huge Jay Z fan. He will it if there's if there's anyone he loves in his life, it's not his girl, it's not his family, it's Jay Z and uh Derek Jeter. Alright, that's that's it, that's his life. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's not his kids, it's nothing. It's Jay Z <laughs> and Derek Jeter. Okay. And he himself had an issue with Middle Child because he wanted he the second verse when he's talking about Kodak and Twenty One Savage and more guidance for them and like uh, what do you say? I hope you know money won't erase the pain. Yeah, he was comparing that verse to Jay Z's verse on What's Free. Okay, and he was it was it was hard. He had to swallow a lot of pride, and he said he was telling me he said, "Listen, I know it's your guy." And I'm going to say this to you and no, nobody else. He said, that verse might be better than Jay-Z's What's Free verse. And I was like, whoa. He said, it might be the best verse of the year. I said, okay, well, let me help you out. You don't have to compare it. That was 2018. This is 2019. Let me help you out. There you go. There you go. Yeah. He quickly regained his life. Okay. His heart came back into his chest. <laughs> and he said... Okay, good. I'm safe because okay, Jay Z had the best verse of 2018. J Cole has the best verse of 2019. Done. Like he quickly recovered. So it was just his. The verses are just out of this world. He's just he's. I don't know what to say about him. He's just that good. He is. I don't know. He's just that good. He's great. He's. I just feel like he. He's like that. He. He's like that. He's just like that dope common sense rapper that's just like, yo, I'm not saying because like if you listen to what he's saying, nothing. If you have common sense, everything he's saying is, is like stuff that like anybody who's just like who who is who's like people who younger who got that that older brother that's just like you know what, let me just give you some common sense about what you think is hot right now, but it's not gonna be hot later. And this is that yeah. common sense rap that like, yo, this is like, yeah, like cool, like enjoy enjoy that stuff now, but like also you should probably be preparing for five years from now. When that stuff ain't hot no more, it's like he's just like picking up from where he was, 
from the verse he, he laid on that 21 Savage joint where he was just like letting you yeah. know like okay cool this is cool now but then like what about later and then now this is just like a continuation of it which is I mean like yeah it's just like, like that dope common sense rap and I'm like yeah I'm like excited if he like because he's been saying it he's, he's been saying it like in a, couple, a few verses and in 2018 I'm like alright you know what this is what y'all wanted I'm coming I'm gonna get y'all that fire in 2019 so now here's my thing because it's like I'm so accustomed to like getting a little J. Cole and then not getting them for a while. So now I feel like I'm, I'm going to get used to like, all right, cool. Like I need that next J. Cole like tomorrow. And yeah. then and it's, gonna stop, and then it's like, yeah. And then it's going to stop. And I'm going to be like, and I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm going to withdraw right now. But like, no, it's, it, 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 it is that, it is that. So I'm, 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 I'm here for it. I'm here for He's it. Back. I'm excited about, yeah. He's I mean, he thousand. never went nowhere, but oh, yeah, He's yeah, yeah, a thousand. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, um, and it's early, but I mean, I got faith. I got faith in my man Cole. Like, so he has to. He knows what okay, he so knows. revenge, revenge of the dreamers is coming out. That's that's we already mm-hmm. know that. So yeah. I thought, I thought the next album was called the Fall Off, and I thought it would come out at the end of last year because in my head, when he dropped KOD, I said, okay, if your if your last song is your intro, because it's called an intro for the Fall Off. Yeah, it's the intro for the Fall Off, nineteen eighty five. So in my head, I'm like, all right, if he put out the intro already at the end of his album, he's got to drop it by this year. Like, it can't, you can't wait two years if that's already your intro. You know what I'm saying? Because people are going to forget. Yeah. So I thought it was going to come at the end of the year. But I'm thinking it's going to come very early this year. And Dreamers might get pushed back or Dreamers might come and it might be a back-to-back. It might be same day where we get both and I'm going to just uh, have a mental breakdown. <laughs> No, I mean, I've, Dream, um, Revenge of the Dreamers is, is, probably, is definitely coming first. The, you know, the whole promotion behind it and having everybody there. Like, I feel like that's coming soon because that's a compilation. So it's not just Cole. It's like all of Dreamville on there. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but I still feel like, I feel like the hype of just like that whole session and having everybody there. So like people were just excited about that. So I feel like that's going to come first. I just, which is also interesting because Cole is not a singles guy. He's not really like a very much. Not. Let me push a single or like let me get. So it's like, all right, cool. He's doing something different. Like he hasn't pushed a single since he was like, since he was like really un, since he was under Jay and like yeah and like Jay was like pushing for that single. So he hasn't really been a singles guy. He's more of like a here's the here's the whole album, enjoy it and whatever one y'all rock with the most will just like that's what the radios will play. But this yeah. is like a straight single. Which probably won't even be on his next album. It's just like, here, this is just like a he just has some stuff to get off his chest. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, I'm just, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I can't wait. Um, but so, but in there, what I noticed, you know, what I realized is that like he took a shot at. He took. He definitely took a shot at. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a new. I'm bringing up a new topic, but it has to also relate to Cole because did you hear? Did you see the clip of the game? Um, he talking did a about clip Kim. talking about Kim, and then I heard about it. I didn't see it, but I, I seen like the the I seen like the headline, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm gonna have to hear this." Yeah, and for, it's not; it's probably gonna be crazy. No, it was it was definitely it was like first it was corny. Honestly, it's like yo game, like you've been out the game for a <laughs> while, and it's like yo you coming back, and it's like yo this man is like. Cool. I'm uh, Kanye and his antics. I get it, but this is a you talking about somebody's wife right now, whoever she is. It don't matter. And he was like, it was like, it was like graphic. Like I had her on her knees, sucking my whatever, and then choking on it. And it was like, yo. 
And then he followed it up with like, I said what I said and I meant it, blah, 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 blah. So it's like, he coming at Kanye. And then it's like, Cole also came at Kanye in the, in the, um, in Middle Child. He, he threw a few bars with him about, you know, how it could be two great rappers. We ain't got to be feuding, how I'm not doing antics to sell sneakers or whatever. So I'm like, this is the sec, at least the second time Cole has come at Kanye and Kanye has remained radio silent. So he definitely don't want that J. Cole smoke. No, nobody does. But then like- Cole, and then it don't help. Then he, as he said that, then he also talked about getting gifted a watch from, from Drake. So it's like, <laughs> like Kanye definitely don't want that smoke because Cole, Cole came at him in that, um, in the, no, what was false that? Prophets. I forgot the name of it. False yeah, prophets. the false prophets joint. He came at him. Radio silence. Then he comes at him again while also mentioning Drake. More radio silence. And then what's like your boy Kanye has taken major shots. But he better he need to come he need to come out with um what's it? Donda? Donde? Donda? Yeah. And like <laughs> it better be fire, because like he taking he taking shots from left and right and he ain't doing nothing. So like he can't about, keep talking about Drake. Like it's 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 so- corny. About about those about that little uh, scheme uh, punchlines that he said it started with Drake, right? I was talking to my brother about this too because I was breaking down the song for him, and this is just me being a huge fan, breaking down the song bar for bar. I went I went, went line for line reading reading the lyrics, and I said, okay, he's not only talking to Kanye. Check this out. This is just me conspiracy theorist because he's not going to ever say who he's talking about, but. He starts off the song by he, well not starts off the song but he starts off that that verse. He says, "I got gifted a watch by Drizzy. When they thought I would diss, they act like two legends can't coexist." And then he says, "If I diss someone, it's not for fame, not for clout." And he talks about um, it's not for what do you say? Sliding, uh, stepping in my lane. He, you know, sell sneakers, everything, selling, selling albums, everything. So mm-hmm. for me, for me, he was talking about Kanye because of the selling shoes. Yep. He talked about Tory Lanez for stepping in his lane. Because Tory Lanez has been very infamous about accusing Drake of copying his style. Well, yeah, I was. He's on the list thought, too because he also he had those, he had some tweets. A I thought, days yeah, ago, yeah, we'll talk. We'll get to him. Out, but, yeah, we'll get to him. Yeah, but he, I thought he mentioned Pusha T with "It's Not for Sales." You know, like I thought he mentioned a lot of people because he started off by defending his boy and then went into a little shot at everyone. Like whoever came at my boy Drake, here you go. It's, if I did somebody, it's not because of this whack reason or this whack reason. Y'all all got whack reasons. Y'all just don't like him because y'all hating. That's so, I'm, okay. Okay. Well, for that me, was, I mean, I didn't think about. I didn't think. No, I didn't even think about. It. I mean, I just I heard about the sneakers and who y'all saying two rappers, two um, you know, big rappers can't coexist. I I, I took that all as you being just like directed at Kanye, just because of like you know how Kanye feel like, you know, it can't be him and Drake. It got to be yeah, him yeah. or Drake. And then you know like the whole selling sneakers thing was definitely shots at Kanye. Um. Yeah, I'm so. I mean, no, I mean now, now I gotta go back and like listen to it again and try to break it down. And now I'm trying to think now, like, okay, like is he, no, is I, he? Because I mean, yeah, him and Drake have been, him and Drake been cool for the for the longest. Back when what was that? Born Center came out. They was like was up in the, the city. And they went to like the Best Buy and like Drake bought yeah. all the CDs and was like handed them out. 
So yeah, no, they've been they've been tight. And then like we we talked about the other podcast, they in the in the in the in the ghost together, just chilling and stuff like no that. Which we don't normally see from yeah, no cat yeah. <laughs> Corny line. No cast ghosty, no Casper. God. That's your um, man. That's not my man. That's your boy. <laughs> um Yeah, so I mean yeah, I'm just trying to I'm trying to see like Kanye is taking his smoke left and right. No he is. Yeah. Um, like I don't know I don't know what I don't know why the game thought that now would be the good time for him to put that out, but Because I mean, Kanye's, I mean, Kanye's what's trending, that's why. And it's that's, yeah, I mean, that's, you throw a, that's line, a lot yeah. of what J. Cole's talking line. about, you know. If I diss somebody, yeah. it's, it's not for clout, it's not for fame, and that's exactly what game did, yeah. You know, so he took a shot at game too. Oh, he, he, he coming at the whole game, no yeah, pun intended. That's that's so true. Um, he just, yeah, you want to jump in the toy lane? This is stupid self, yeah. Let's 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 do it. I got the tweets right here. So, toy lane, <sighs> um, when was this? January 24th, 2019, at 12.59 a.m., he said, I'm the best rapper alive right now. I will body any of y'all niggas out, period. And then at 1.06 a.m., he said, and for anybody denying what I'm saying, that's cool. Just remember your favorite rapper wouldn't step up the last time because niggas is afraid of this work. Then at 1.11 a.m., don't tell me nothing about Cole or Pusha T either. Some of my favorite rappers, but... I gave them both an equal opportunity to go ball for ball with me, and they weren't ready. At 5.07 a.m., I will become the biggest artist in the world one day. I will always be known as the best artist at all aspects of my craft. I don't care if you doubt me now. You will see for yourself in due time. All right. So. If I was J. Cole, I would literally just tweet, I am not ready, and I never will be ready. Because he's not worth it. There's no, there's no timetable to be ready for him because he's just not worth it for J. Cole. It's just, it's I, why? I, I feel like it really went to... It makes me angry. Because he did the thing with, with Joyner Lucas, they went buff, They went back and forth. It was like a fun moment. And he lost. Like cool, you de- yeah, you could debate who won, who lost. But I really think it's going to his head. Like My thing is that, yo, Tori, you... You you a good artist. Like you, you make good music. But I'm like, yo, why are you... Like, Honestly, I feel like everybody is trying to take the 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 while six nine is in jail. Everybody's trying to take the six nine approach of just like trolling and just like just 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 saying wild reckless things, calling people out so they can get attention. And then instead of just like letting the music, just let the music do what the music do. Cool. If you're the best, just put out dope music. Like it's yeah, real like the simple. Fan- the people will tell you you're the best if you're the best. Yeah, nobody, like you saying you're the best. Yeah, like yeah, like you just put out just put out the music. Like you 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 not you haven't put that much together for you to be now calling out people who've been doing this years before you even got in the game, and now you trying to say you're the best. And it's like yo, just put out music, man. Like yeah, like like just you have you're not even there yet. He not even there. Does he have a platinum album? I don't think so. He can't. There's no way he does. If he does, it was his last album, and it wasn't even that hot. Like it was, he had a couple tracks that I, that I bumped because I, I did like his his mixtapes are better than his albums. And that's one. No, Two, Nate, like I, his Chink tapes, like Chink tapes is like uh, amazing, but his yeah. albums aren't. Man, no, no it's yeah. different. It's different. Yeah, Chink tapes so is like which I just delete all of because you got I got to take a break from you for your stupidity, so you get you get put on timeout. <laughs> so I delete all his music. <laughs> 
for speaking blasphemy about the goat. Yeah, I'm not. But it's just like so. What what really upsets me is his timing. If he had did it like next week, like oh, just just hey, check in with you guys. I'm still the best. Like cool. But you do it on the same night J. Cole drops his single. Okay, instead of like giving him some shine, like even tweeting about it, like, yo, that song is fire. Then like next week, like, I'm still the best, by the way. I would have been okay with it. But like to try to piggyback off of his, like the tweets and everything flowing in, like the feedback that everybody's giving J. Cole about the song, we love it. Instead of piggybacking, like instead of doing it in a positive way, like, yo, like Cardi tweeted about it. I think LMA tweeted that he's the GOAT. Like people were just like, yo, like the song is spicy. I think that's what Cardi said. Cardi said, um, middle child is too spicy. Yeah, yeah. And then LMA said he's the goat. Like everybody was tweeting, like just positive, and he had to jump in and be like, he's. He reminds me of that kid, you know. Like mommy said, you can't go unless you take me with you. <laughs> that's that's Tory Lanez. Like you can't go to the top. You can't go to the top unless you take me with you. Like that's yeah. him. He's 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 just there, and it's like, yo, you're annoying. Um, that's that's your boy. I feel you you got all the boys today. Kanye is your boy, Drake's your boy, Tory Lanez is your boy. Um, I got all the boys. That's crazy. You got all the boys. You got all the boys today. Um, what else we got? What else we got? What else? What else? What else? I'm trying to before because you know we we can go down we about, we can go down a rabbit hole in sports, but I'm trying to I'm trying to spare the listeners who aren't sports heads. No, yeah. So just try to give them That's some okay. other we stuff. Can... Oh, it's just a small little story. Um, was it last podcast? Podcast before last? Where I talked about was it the Redskins owner who bought the hundred million dollar yacht? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have now somebody. Um, we have another a hedge fund billionaire, Ken Griffin, from Chicago, said, "I will see your hundred million dollar yacht, and I will buy a two hundred thirty eight million dollar New York City penthouse." So, so. Um, yeah, so I don't, this, you know, hedge fund guy, so he's a billionaire. And, um, he decided that, you know what? I got the money. I'll just buy a, um, how many square feet? 24,000 square foot. Um, yeah, penthouse in New York City overlooking Central Park, of course, for $238 million. And that's not you can his first robbery home. that happens this in Central Park. Yeah, so he, he he's responsible now for every robbery that happens because that's a uh, fact. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, so I just thought I'm like two hundred and thirty eight, like two hundred. Like, all right, cool. At, like, how, like mentally, what's your psyche at that you can say I'm about to blow two hundred and thirty eight million dollars on an apartment that I won't even be at every single day. Like mentally, like how, like how do you like get your mind to that place of like, yeah, that's that, that's a solid investment. I'm a, I'm gonna just go below two thirty eight. Like, and I get it because if I had to, if I had that money, I, it's hard to say because I don't got that money. But I can I could imagine if I had that much money that I don't think I would spend that much on no. an apartment. It's, I don't, I'm I'm like, I'm not I don't. That, so yeah, just, I wouldn't spend a hundred million on a yacht. And so no. it's like, and I'm like, an, I don't another know, I don't 138. Like, I, don't like, I don't even like the water. So the only time yeah, I get in the water like is I take a shower. Like, I don't even like walking in the rain. So for me to be on a boat, I'm not spending that much money to be on a boat. 
I don't like the, I'm not a fan of the, the ocean beach and all that. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of it. You know, the scenery is nice, yeah. but I'm not going to spend that much money to do something. I'm not a big fan of doing. I'll, yeah. Even to like visit New York, I might get like, if I, if I had money, money, I might get like a couple hundred thousand type of little uh, loft in New York, but I'm not spending 200 yeah. something million dollars on. I I'm I just saw it and I was just like I don't even have anything to say. It's just like I just felt like I needed to say something about it because that's a lot of money to spend on an apartment. Yeah, that's just no, that's like it's not a lot, it's too much. It's not that it's a lot of money, it's too much money. Like why who people just have too much money. They have too much time on their hands. And I'm here for donations for all rich people. If you ever check out our podcast. I'm here for every type of donation. If you want to give me two hundred something million dollars, then yeah, I'll appreciate I feel like it. you'll get more out of your money if you just gave me. I'll take one percent of that. <laughs> I'll take one yeah. percent, just one percent of that. You give me, yeah, yeah. and yeah, I'm not greedy. Just one, one percent, and then you keep the rest, and we call it a day. Two hundred thirty million dollars. That's insanity. Um. I saw. Oh, did you? Okay. I don't. I didn't want to bring this up, but because it is sports, but it's not NBA, so it's okay. We could we could in and out of this topic. But did you see anything about the Adrian Bronner Manny Pacquiao fight? I saw that Adrian yeah. is delusional and thought that he <laughs> won the fight. Um. So yeah. I watched every round. I watched every round of that fight, and there were times in the fight where Pacquiao would punch Broner like a couple times and Broner would literally like look at the exit and look up at like the clock, see how much time he had left because he was trying to <laughs> escape. Okay. He was looking at the time, like, oh how much time I got left? I gotta survive. Like he was trying to survive, not win. For him to come yeah. after the fight and say I won was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was just as bad a story. I was like, what? Like yeah. you won what? No, what fight were you watching? What fight were you in? Like you got your butt whooped, and that's to put it PG thirteen. That's yes, put it very lightly. Like yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know what. No, that was just like I truly, don't know like a, I was I don't a know money what's in the water these days. I'm just like yeah, something's in the water because these people are just speaking crazy. No, nah, that was that was a, that was a pure money grab because he's been. The thing is, like, he could have been, he had the potential to, like, once Floyd left, to kind of, like, step in. Not be Floyd, but to kind of just, you know, fill that, fill that hole a little bit. And then he oh, yeah, just he definitely has just, like. What the issue is, yeah, no. he, talks, he talks like Floyd. Like, you know, he talks his trash and all that. But he don't put in the work that Floyd does. He doesn't train like Floyd. Like, nobody trains like Floyd. That's first off. Like, yeah, he doesn't train like Floyd. Not even half as much. Yeah, he doesn't put in the work that Floyd has done for his whole career to be the best, you know. So he ruined that himself. He, you know, if he would have put in the effort and the work like Floyd, he might have done it. But he didn't. You know, he's too busy trash talking and he's out drinking and smoking and Floyd don't do none of that. Floyd is very – Floyd care about the body too much, you know. So it's uh, just – I mean, I'm just going to play devil advocate because, I mean – I don't know, maybe it's because I'm just hating because I'm not as physically fit as them, but I feel like they be lying when they, I don't drink, I don't I mean, smoke, I don't do this, all I eat is salad, 
and drink water twenty four seven. And and I'm like, yo, y'all lying. There's no way y'all don't <laughs> never have a cheat day. Y'all never. No. Y'all just committed like that. Like they be trying. Nah, no. I be I be getting mad. Gotcha. I'm like, yo, y'all trying I'm to really you. make us feel bad. Like, like <laughs> come on now. Come on. No, no. Come on. I want you. I do think. I do think Floyd definitely smokes, at a minimum. I'm sure he drinks every once in a while. But I do believe that when it's um when he signs that contract to fight somebody like that two or three months ahead of time, he's zoned in. Like you're his target. Like he's locked in. So, like, um, let's say after he fights Pacquiao, right? His next fight is McGregor. In between that, he's mm-hmm. drinking, he's partying, he's chilling, and then he's like, "All right, let me sign this contract. Let me go fight McGregor." As soon as his name is on that dotted line, that's it. You're his focus. You're his everything. You're his food. You're his water, and he's just zoned in. I think he locks in for fight time. But in between, I think definitely he does whatever he wants. That's how I think he does it. I think he locks in for for the fight. Once he signs the contract, I think Floyd is locked in. You're his liquor, you're his, you're his weed, whatever he does, you, you are yeah. his drug. And I think he's locked in, focused on you, which that's what I that's think right. he does. There's no, there's no way he's yeah, spent his I whole just... life. He's been boxing since he's been like 14. There's no way he's been done clean his whole life. Yeah, no, I just get mad just because I be hating. It's okay. <laughs> I, I'm honest. I be hating. And I, whatever. You know what? So what? I had that hamburger. But you know what? I'm going to go to the gym next week. I'm going to try to work it off. I'm going to get on the treadmill for about five minutes so I can't breathe. And I'm going to call it a day. That's it. You know? So I think it's the same thing. It's the same thing. We all work hard. I should have I should have um, sent you. I failed at it, but I should have sent you the, it was a 2019 fitness challenge. And it was every single day you had to do 100 push-ups and 100, uh, like crunches or 100 setups type of thing. It was 100 and 100. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. failed like the first day. Yeah. I failed the first yeah, day. No. I did like I did like no because I did like, then like I think I did like forty push ups, maybe sixty, and I did like ten sit ups, and I was like, all right, yo, yeah, I got this. Twenty nineteen is maybe yeah, no. maybe twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, Cause after that first day, once I messed up that first time, I'm like, all right, well, you know, now I'm like, I'm in the hole because the next day I gotta do two hundred to make up for what I didn't do yesterday, and then by that time I'm like, nah, it's not happening, and then I'm, I'm gonna start losing count, and then I'm gonna feel like by the end of the week I'm gonna be in a hole by like. 500 push-ups and sit-ups. And yeah. It ain't happening, Captain. <laughs> it ain't happening. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm out. I'm out. Um, oh, this, uh, the Michael Jackson doc showed at Sundance. That um, was on my list. And, yeah, so the doc showed it on Sundance, at Sundance, and it's, it's you know, it's getting, getting mixed reviews, you know, because you got the diehard <laughs> Michael Jackson fans who are like, like, no way, he didn't do it. Especially since it's the same you know, the two people in it came out earlier in maybe 2005 or early, no, earlier. I don't remember when exactly, but in an earlier suit, they both testified that he didn't do anything. So I was reading, somebody gave an account and they were saying that one of the, one of the guys who, who was involved in it said that, um, he was, you know, he was a, he did a contest, like a dance, like Michael Jackson contest or whatever. And he um he won the contest, which meant he got to like go out to meet Michael Jackson. He um you know, they got to stay, the parents went, which and this is where it got super weird for me. Because the, the like so now they go to the Never Never Ever Neverland Ranch, whatever it's called. 
and they're there. The parents sleep in one room, but the dude and his sister sleep in the bed with Michael Jackson. So that's night that's one. That's weird. Which, which is all, which is very strange. And then of course Michael Jackson has he has a um he has you know security in his you know security system in his bedroom so that he can he can um know when somebody's about to come in. So I thought, all right, cool. That's super weird that the parents were okay having their children sleep in a room with Michael Jackson while they slept in another room. Cool, whatever. So then the next night, he says that he, um, the sister is like, nah, I'm good. And at this point, I think he said he was like 12. He, or like, you know, 10, 11, 12, something like that. And the sister was like, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to sleep in the bedroom tonight. So the boy sleeps in the bedroom with Michael Jackson by himself. And of course, now that's when like the whole sexual relationship between the two of them start. It goes on until now he reaches puberty, and then Michael Jackson is like, you know what, kind of not feeling you no more because you you're growing <laughs> up a bit too much. Cause, you know your voice is getting a little too deep. You got too much. You know you're starting to get a little facial hair. I'm not feeling it. But he like tells him like you know, and then like you know he's like you know he tells the boy like you know what we doing. We got to keep it quiet. We can't tell nobody. Blah 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 blah. Because, you know, they, they're they going to try to, all they want is to take my money and power away. And they don't want us to be happy. You know, giving us, you know, you know spitting game to them, which is super weird. And, of course, the little, at the time, the little boy's like, yeah, fine, no problem. I got, I get it. So then now when it comes time for, like, whatever the trial, when the trial happens, of course, the boy's going to, like, deny it and say Michael Jackson didn't do it. Because now Michael Jackson's been in his head telling him that. They just trying to like mess me. They just they just want power. They just want to destroy me. So he denies it, and then he gets older and realizes like, oh yeah, no, I was being sexually molested and abused and blah 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 blah. But my thing is, the man is gone now. So like, what justice is there? Yeah, like I don't like at at this point it is it it's can't just be anymore. It's ratings and a, it's a money grab because the man is gone. He's not like he can't, you can't put him in jail. Like anything that happens, like if now you're trying to like, like you, you, now you're just trying to like kill the man's name. He's gone. He's dead. He's, there's nothing that, there's no more justice. Like <laughs> what, what, what more can be done? So it's like, it's like, yo, like, I, like docs are like really now, because I feel like this doc is going to, I don't know if it'll do what. The R. Kelly doctor to him, where it's like, all right, now it's hard to denial and everything is just in one place. Like, here's all the facts. But I was just reading up, and like, some people were like, yo, no, like, I like people were like, you know, it was like a four, because it's like four hours. So people were like, you know, we only, we got through half, and then they did like an intermission, and they were like, we're only halfway through, and I'm already like disgusted, and we still have another half to go. But it's just like, what? Like what do you like? What more do you want? Like the man is gone. Yeah, what do you what do you, so, what do you like, gain I, from this? Yeah, you gain nothing. So at this point now, it's just about I want my my five minutes of fame, but everybody's talking about me and the injustice that happened to me, and then it's a money grab for whoever made it at this point because it's going from Sundance, and then HBO already agreed to like show it in like the spring, so it's going to come out. So it's like like yo, it's like I don't get this one. It's just like a weird thing. And it's not even about just being like a super big Michael Jackson fan and like I don't want him to be canceled or whatever, whatever. But it's just like, what is it a gain from this? Like the man is gone. Yeah, that's just 
anybody who takes shots at a dead person is just do you need the money or the ratings which you know ratings equal money but either way you're doing it for some type of income because there's no other reason to do it so yeah. as much as i poke you know i make I, I make the comments about this person being better than michael jackson or that person being better than michael jackson he is still michael jackson so he's still the king of pop he's still like one of the greatest musicians to ever live so aside from my personal preference yeah. who's better he's still one of the greatest musicians to ever live so for anyone to come out now with a documentary or anything it's just like shut up i'm sorry but shut up <laughs> i'm sorry whatever happened yeah, I didn't, yeah real or not i'm sorry for whatever happened but you should have did this like a long time ago not when he's dead yeah, it's like, what are you, what are you, yeah, you get nothing from it. It was, I didn't get it. Um, Oscars? Did you get to watch, uh, we can come, we can go back to Oscars later. Because, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm over the Oscars. But did you get to watch before we, because <laughs> we might have to, um, did you get to watch any of the Fire Festival docs? No, I, I went to start it and, you know. I have a child, and when she wants to go to bed, I have to like lay down with her, and she rubs my head. And when I when somebody rubs my head, I fall asleep. So my daughter starts rubbing my head. She's like, "Just just lay down next to me, daddy. Just lay down next to me." And she starts rubbing on my head. I'm like, "All right, we're just gonna cuddle for a little bit because you gotta go to sleep because daddy has to go watch something." And then she said, "That's it, man down." Yeah, my daughter sound a little R. Kelly ish. She just lays down, rub my head. We we, we cuddle together, and uh, <laughs> my daughter. You gotta be careful nowadays. I get it. I yeah, get I it. I'm just saying. I'm All just right. saying. Yeah, I, it's I'm nothing like, sexual. Yeah. My daughter <laughs> likes to. My my daughter's. She likes for me to be next to her when she goes to sleep. I have to be. I have to be. I have to be by her side because if she doesn't see, see me, if she don't see me, she thinks I deserted her. She thinks the house is empty if I'm not there. She don't see me when she goes to sleep. She has to physically see me there in the room. If I'm not in okay. the room, okay. she thinks I done deserted her, and I'm like, gotcha. Great. Gotcha. I'm just, I just want to make it clear, you know, just looking out <laughs> for you, bro. I, I don't appreciate it. Take it out of context. That's all. I just got through telling the whole Michael Jackson story, and then you were like, yeah, I just, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, my daughter, my head, head, I lay down. Yeah, rub my head. I, you know, I go to sleep. It feel good. At least I lay down and we cuddle. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, oh, easy. <laughs> Edit point. <laughs> Um, that's fair. That's fair. I, I mean, I get it. Yeah, you know, I'm just looking out. Um, and Michael Jackson's and Michael Jackson's defense. Okay, your parents are stupid for being in the next room. I would have been in the same room. No, like, that's a that's a hundred percent. Like, yo, your parents are dumb. Your parents are dumb. You should do a doc on your parents and how dumb they are for letting yeah. you stay. You and your sister stay, stay in another man's in room. A room in another man's room while man. they stayed in yeah. another room. I, yeah, don't okay, matter. I don't care how famous they are. Yeah. I feel like the fact that it's Michael Jackson just makes it worse. It's just like I like yeah, like no. Um, and then the next night, the sister was like, "Nah, I don't. I didn't like this. This was like very weird vibe." And then the boy stayed, and then that's when the sexual activity started. So, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, do a doc on your family. And, <laughs> Word. Um, yeah, that was that was very strange to me. Um, uh, what else you got on on the docket? What else is on the docket? Um, okay, so I this is not to bring back J Cole, but I, it was a tweet I saw about J Cole, and it upset me. So we don't have to stay on it, but it was just 
I'm going to go to the next topic after I just read this. Somebody said J. Cole still doesn't have an album that shook the world like Good Kid Mad City or To Pimp a Butterfly did. But yeah, he's the best. He's better than Kendrick because he went platinum without, without features. And I was offended. Because 2014, KOD, Born Center all shook the world to me. Maybe because I'm a fan, but like I, I get it because Good Kid Mad City was crazy. That did shake the world. It was like a it was a, a day in the life of Kendrick, you know, when he was younger. Mm-hmm. So I get I get that it shook the world in that kind of way. Like he's just so talented. But for anyone to accuse J. Cole of not shaking up the industry with his music is just this is blasphemy. And I was offended. Um, you don't I'm think trying J. Cole to, has I'm an album like that? I think, I think 20, 2014, Force Hills Drive by far is his best album. Um, I think that when it came out, I, even with that, as good as it was, I feel like it hit people later and they were like, oh, this is, this is, like, this is really good. Like, this is a dope fire album. I think For Your, uh, For Your Eyes Only was like, I feel like his worst album. Oh my uh, god, yo! I could do a whole. I could, I could literally do a whole segment, like a whole podcast on just that album. Like, we might have to like do a, like a, a in the like a midweek recording just to like throw an episode out. Like instead of like our weekly episode, we have to do like a random episode just to talk about that album because that album is amazing. But go ahead. Yes, I don't you. know. I don't think he. I don't know if he's had like a shake the world album because I'm trying to step outside of being a fan. Which is hard, but I'm trying to step outside of being a fan and just say, like, has J. Cole had that album that just like changed the game or whatever? I don't think I he like, has had I feel that. like if anything, I think his I feel promotion, like if anything, Born Center and KOD. I think Born Center was really, no, Born Center was really good. But I think, I think his promotion around his album has changed the way people, like the thought of like how to promote. I think that has, I think he's changed the game in, in that sense of like, not needing a, you know, cause he's like really, he was like kind of like on the, you know, on the, in the front lines of that, like not needing a single to like yeah. drop the album and, and stuff like that. And like not re- needing that radio hit and just putting out the body of work and then letting the fans decide what they want the single to be based off of like what pops. I think he was like on the front lines of that. I feel like, um, I don't know if he's had like, yeah, I feel like I said, I feel like. Promotion-wise, I feel like he's like really like making people think about new ways of how to announce that I have an album or even a single or whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not mad at the. T- I'm not. I'm not opposed to the tweet because yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's had like something that shook the way the Pimper Butterfly shook, like or or, or what he said the other one was or Good Kid, Mad City. I don't know. What's I, that? So okay. So I I think J. Cole has two, and it's funny because a lot of people say 2014 Force Souls Drive is his best album, but I don't think that shook anything like, for instance, KOD, because every, every song on KOD was about a different type of drug, like, you know, social media, the drug of social media, the drug of money, yeah. like it was a different type of addiction. It was all about addiction and every song was a different type of addiction. So I thought that was crazy in the idea in itself. Um, Aside from that though, from what I remember, when Tippin' Butterfly dropped, everybody hated it because they didn't like the jazz. Yeah, no, the, yeah, it was it, the, it, it, that was like one of, that was like one of the albums that like I think I went back to it like last year and was like, oh, this is fire. 
But I think when it first came out, like nobody because it was coming off because it was coming off of Good Kid, Nasty, right? That was the yeah. next one after it. Yeah, that was yeah. The so out, everybody yeah. was like on that wave, and then it was like, oh, what is this jazz crap? Like nobody wanted to hear it. But then like now, it's like, oh, he like like what he did with it was like, oh, that was crazy. Like musically, that's dope. Yeah, which yeah, is why I feel like that, was... that. Yeah, yeah. But like for someone to say like that shook the world, it it it. It didn't because when it dropped, no, no. So I don't want to hear people say like, "Oh yeah, it's it shook the world," with that album anyway. Good Kid definitely was crazy. It was like a, but... it was like a, it was an aftershock shake. It wasn't like a, it wasn't. An <laughs> it was an aftershock. It was like an aftershock. Yeah, it was an aftershock. You know, all right. They called people later. They were like, "Oh, okay, I'm shook." You know, um, I think that's what it was. So I'm not, I'm not mad at that tweet because I feel like, I feel like, I think there's some validity to that. It's kind of like. Yeah, I'm trying to step outside. I'm trying to step outside of it, and I don't. I don't want this to be a podcast where we just agree on everything, because then I feel like no, that no, would be boring. Fine. So it, okay. yeah. So I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with that that tweet a little bit. Just just a tad. I feel like he hasn't. Gonna, he's still great. We're gonna do an entire episode one day, like a random one. It's not gonna be the weekly one where we just literally discuss j cole and kendrick like i would literally i get i mean they're, they're both i mean i want to put i'd put wale in there too but we'll leave wale for a separate time because he yeah, doesn't get do the respect he deserves <laughs> his let's respect is a different type of the disrespect he gets is a different type of disrespect and i don't say the respect the disrespect <laughs> he gets is different levels but we'll leave him for on mm. the other side for another day but no like for your eyes only was just magical i mean i liked the butterfly when it came out and it was because it was so different. I was like, this is weird, but I like it. It's like refreshing. And it, it did catch on very late. But it's okay. You can agree with me. That's okay. I agree with you. <laughs> you mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very mad. <laughs> so I think you, you, like, you, you thought I was going to, I don't know. I felt like you thought that I was going like, to be on board. You're supposed to be you, just as mad as me. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was supposed to, yeah, you definitely took me to the fight, like, like ready to fight, and I was just supposed to just start swinging without asking questions, but I started asking <laughs> yeah. questions in, in front of the enemy. I was like, yo, why are we fighting, though? Like, for freedom, what did you do? And no, I know. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, swing. I definitely like, about what I do. <laughs> I know. Why are we about to fight? Like, yeah, I was definitely the peacemaker in this. I'm sorry. I did. I wasn't. It's all right. I it's didn't okay. do that right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um... I don't want to talk. I don't need to talk about anything about the Oscars except the fact that Black Panther is up for best That's picture, all I which about. is amazing. That's a um, major That's accomplishment. Big shout out <laughs> to um, yeah to um, Ryan Coogler and the whole Black Panther team for making like the first superhero movie to be nominated for best picture. Super dope. Seven Highly Oscar nominations. Win. Yeah, they're not gonna win that just because at the end of the day it is the Oscars, but to be in there. Shout out. I do think that um Kendrick has a chance to win for the for the album and for the song. I do think that that's a possibility. But that's very possible. High, yeah, I highly doubt that they're going to win Best Picture. But, you know, fingers crossed. Um, That's all I want to talk about with the Oscars. Outside of that, well, more to say. I wanted to mention one thing because uh, I saw, I don't know who she is. Uh, she's verified on Twitter, but her name is like Amber Tam Tamblin. I don't know. But mm-hmm. she tweeted, mm-hmm. she tweeted, no woman nominated for best director, no woman nominated for cinematography, no woman nominated for editing, music, one woman nominated for 
adapted screenplay, and one nominated for original screenplay. My Academy fan must do better. So, personally, I didn't know if I should, like, I guess, like, attack her or be on her side. Because as someone who just watches movies, I don't, like, you would know more about the, you know, the directors, like, you name, like, you, you, you know, you, you know, if it's not, like, very, like, vocal director, like, yo, watch, go watch my new movie, I just, you know, it's coming out. Mm-hmm. Usually it's just the actors that are promoting. Directors don't, yeah. aren't really out there so much. Unless it's like, um, what's his name? Uh, Peel that did uh, Get Out and Us. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's out there. You know, he's a writer, you know. But most writers and directors aren't really out there as much. So, mm-hmm. I I don't know any female directors. Like, I really don't. And it's not to say that there's none. I'd say they're not deserving. But I don't know any. So, do you know any that did any movies or any females that did editing music that, that you can speak on because i didn't even like i i asked the person she never responded to me but i asked her i said hey what females did direct anything you know like big movies not that they didn't direct anything but what females directed a big movie that should be nominated do you know any you know but she never responded to me are there just not are there no no women in that industry or and is she just reaching or are there women in the industry and they're just not getting the credit is the, is the question. No, I, I think that, it, no, I think there, there definitely are. I just feel like, I don't, I don't not like, like the Academy and like how they, cause it's not like a fan vote. So it's not like yeah. a fan vote to where it's like, it's the Academy and like how they decide, they decide like what movies are worth it. And I mean, and all honesty, like all most movies that they pick are movies that most people have not seen before. Or like you were like I didn't even know this movie came out, or it was just like yeah. it came out in like ten ten movie theaters, and for a limited time. Um, I'm trying to think, cause yeah, I mean like I I know I know more of like the black filmmakers. Um, okay. But I mean that's like a, that's like a sh- more of a struggle in itself too, just kind of trying to. Oh no, yeah, them, definitely. Yeah, trying to get them going. I mean, I feel like that's more of an academy thing. It's not like a fan vote where it's just like bunch of people who are just like voting for men um so yeah I, I i can't really i mean no i get it but i i mean i also i get it that you know you just want more variety and want women to feel like they have a you know they're doing it but i mean at the, it's like like i feel like i view the like the oscars the same way most rappers view the grammys right now it's just kind of like it's just like it's validation from a group of people who it's like who cares yeah, they're disconnected like, anyway. Cool, I, it's just yeah, it's like they're disconnected. It's like cool. I got that Oscar award, and now what? Don't really. It doesn't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess it, maybe you get more roles or you get more recognition. But it's like yo, for the people who are just doing it for the art of it, it's like who cares? Like yeah, like there, there's always gonna be snubs. There's always gonna be people who feel like I shouldn't have. Um. I sh- they shouldn't. I should have made it, or they this person shouldn't have made it. It's like who cares? Like the whole the whole construct of the awards is just like at this point. I'm just and maybe I just been listening to a bunch of rappers and stuff like that who just had issues with the Grammys and stuff. But I feel like the whole construct of awards is just kind of like a like you can't award everybody. So does that mean that other people's stuff just isn't good, or other people didn't act good, or other people's music isn't yeah. good? It's like yo, like at the end of the day, the people gonna vote. People like what the people like. If you're doing it just because you enjoy doing it, and then 
what happens after that. If you get an award, cool. If you don't get an award, that's why even with like Black Panther, Black Panther culturally shook, was like the biggest shaker of 2018. Like, hands down. Like, it was the biggest cultural shifter of 2018. And it's like, whether it won 100 awards or won zero awards, you can't deny what it did for the culture and what it's going to do for the culture going forward. Now, when, and when two comes out, it's going to shake even more just because of like the success of one. And now people yeah. are like, Oh no, this is a real thing. So it's like, for me, that's worth more than a gold statue that just sits on your cabinet and connects, collects <laughs> dust. So I'm like, like, I, I agree. Like, all right, I get it, but it's like cool. So what? Like, <laughs> and I don't it, like for, for who cares? Like, it's it's, yeah. it's a gold thing that means absolutely nothing. Like, I I barely even watch those awards anymore. Just because, like, it's like, first of all, like everybody likes different things. So it's like most of the movies that they're giving awards to are like those sentimental or like those like not. Or like period pieces, so it's like it's already going to like a set group. It's like yeah. very rarely do they give it to now. Last year they gave it to what was it like Shape of Water for the woman that fell in love with like the fish or whatever, which is like just like different. Oh, is that what that was weird. about? I didn't see it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was weird, but um, yeah. But outside of like yeah, like Leo, like how Leo just got his first Academy Award. When he did the Revenant, Revenant after yeah. doing a million different other ones where he should have got it, how like <laughs> Will Smith has never gotten one. So it's like, yeah, it's just like, like it's like some stuff where it's just like, all right, cool, like, yeah, it's whatever. This is same. It's the same thing like Kobe only having one MVP, like, right, <laughs> like you know, but like, throw that in like, there. Throw it in there. Yeah, like, yeah, you definitely throw that in. Steve Nash has two MVPs that belong to Kobe Bryant, but nobody will ever talk about <laughs> Steve Nash being. And the it being the greatest of all time, Kobe has won, but it gets in the talk. So it's like you know what, <laughs> awards don't really mean nothing. And I had to sneak that in there, but whatever. It's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but whatever. That's fine. Um, I think my docket is pretty clear. I mean, we don't we can talk about the All Star starters, but I mean, nothing is like too shocking. You know, you got for the West, you got Steph Curry, K KD. James Harden, LeBron, and Paul George, which I'm not, that's not a big shocker. Um, the East, you got Giannis, Say Kyrie, uh huh, Say Kawhi, and Say it. Say it. And, um... <laughs> Say it. Say it. Say it. Um, you know, this is the guy from Charlotte. What's his um, name? Um, was it, uh, Key? Key? No, King come Bay? on. King, King Bay? Well, get it out. Well, get it out. Get it out. <laughs> no, Kemba, no, Walker. Kemba Walker. No, congrats. No, congrats to Kemba. I know, I know. You just, you've been a, you've been a Kemba fan for the longest. Um, so yeah, no, congrats to him. Definitely for starting and starting in his hometown. I'm sure that he's going to get fed the ball a lot. Gonna yeah, he's going to get MVP. MVP. Yeah. Unless James Harden tries to score 100. Um, who you but got? Yeah, nah, East or nah. West? As of right now, who you who you think is gonna win? East or West? Like out of, the, out of the, the starters, gonna, the West is gonna destroy them. Just they're off not. of the starters alone, the West is gonna destroy them. They're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. <laughs> it no, not. It's not even. It doesn't even. It doesn't even match up. So you got. It does. It does match up actually. Steph. Cur- let's just say Steph Curry. It would be Steph Curry versus Kemba. Then you got. 
or Kyrie. Nah, it's going to be Steph and Kyrie. Sure. You know, it's, no, they, they no, don't even Steph, like each other. Steph and Kyrie. But then, it, cool, if you got Steph and Kyrie, then you got James Harden and Kemba. Ooh. Kemba cannot guard exactly. James Harden at all. Exactly. Um, then you got, it'll probably be LeBron on Kawhi, maybe. Ooh, that's going to be great. That's a great. Then you got great. You got Durant. Durant on. It's either going to be Durant on Joel Embiid or Paul George and Paul George on. Who's left? Giannis on Giannis. Or oh no, Durant on Giannis and Paul George on Embiid. I mean, either way, like the East is bigger, but that doesn't mean anything in the West where they going running back and forth. And they all go shoot threes anyway, so it don't mean nothing. I think the East is going to win. If I had, if it was just a five on five, no, because the reserves are going to be mixed up. You know, I think they they're going to are they still going to draft it and it'll be a mix. Yeah, I think I I think they're going to I think I think they're going to draft it. Okay, so yeah, it's it, the the reserves might determine this, but I I picked the East out of the starters because I just think first off, Giannis is a freak of he's the Greek freak. He is a freak of nature physically, like. He's bigger than everybody, and he's super athletic. Like, he takes two steps from the three. He takes a euro step from, like, the half court damn near, and he's at the he's at the rim. He's just – in a game where, like, people don't really defend so much until, like, the last like, couple minutes, he's going to, like, soar through everything. He's just going to fly over everybody. So you got that. Kemba's going to get full-on put on display for Charlotte. So that's going to play into a lot of the East winning. And I think just think Kyrie's better than Steph. So sue me. So I got the East. <laughs> First of all, Ky- Kyrie's not better than Steph. But, so I will sue you. Um, I don't know. I, f- uh, I don't know. I just feel like the East just doesn't have – the East don't have that many – I feel like they don't have that many All-Stars. Like I feel like all the all stars are in the starters. Like there's nobody else. No, anybody, no, there like, isn't. Let's there just really say isn't. from which is why it'll be mixed from these teams. Yeah, which is why it should be. Thank God it will be mixed because it's like without it. Like if you look at like the starters and you look at everybody else on just on the, on that team on the teams of these starters. Like there's nobody else on Charlotte that you would take as an all star. Boston, not really. Well, they they're not playing Boston the best. Got, doesn't matter. They're not, they got some guys. No, but they not not all stuff. Only because they're in the East. That's what I'm saying. If we was going East versus West, I would be. I don't even know about. I wouldn't even take none of them, honestly. Um, on on the Bucks, maybe what's um? I don't even remember homie name. Um, that's that's Brogdon. a problem, right? Is Brogdon? Brog? Nah, the other dude. Um. Oh man, I can't remember his name. Whatever, but that's that's just goes to show you. Kawhi, <laughs> Kawhi. I feel like, I feel like um, Kyle Lowry has made the All Star team at least two years only because he was in the East. That's I feel great. like, yeah, I feel guy. like no, it's true. Um, <laughs> and then, and for Philly, like I would, I feel like Ben Simmons will probably be on the All Star team. Uh-huh. Um, but then if you go to the West, James Harden is the only person on Houston that would make it for. You got I Curry, you already got Durant. Clay will probably be there. Draymond probably won't be there this year. He hasn't really done anything on LA. Um, LA. Nobody. 
besides LeBron. I feel like Kuz, Kuzma's been balling out, but he probably. I, I like Kuzma a lot, actually. He's been balling, but he's not. He hasn't balling enough, and the Lakers aren't winning enough for him to make yeah. that. And then for OKC, <laughs> you got Paul George and Russell Westbrook will be there too. That's what I'm saying. You already have more people from these squads, just off of these teams that would make it than in the East. Uh, so we don't have to spend too much time there. Starters and the starters. Um, everybody's pretty much we expected. So I'm happy for Kemba. I don't like the All Star game because it because it goes based off of um like who's having a good year, which is fine. Like you know like. Who's having a good year? Should be an all star. Great. Because the game means nothing, there's no, there's no, like, besides bragging rights, I guess. And I guess I think you got to check if you get MVP. But aside from those little things, I vote for my all, my all stars based on who I think is going to, like, who I'm going to have and fun it, to watch. Yeah. Just entertain like, the most. Yeah. yeah. Like, so best handles, obviously, Kyrie, Steph are already there. Um, James Harden is already there, even though he travels every single day. But every single play, <laughs> every play, <laughs> he's still very entertaining. I would want to see like guys like Luka Doncic, even though he's he had a great year, but he's a rookie, so I get it. He didn't get put in, but he, he still might make it though as a reserve. He might make it as a reserve. I hope so. I'd want to see Zach Levine. You know, I want to see. Yeah. I still want to see um uh, Aaron Gordon from uh, uh Orlando, like uh, from Orlando, high yeah. flyers. I want to see the high flyers. I want to see the handles on display. You know, what I'm I want to see those type of things. I don't really care about a good game per se. Like, you know, like I would, I could easily take Joel, Joel and beat out. Like, he's a solid all-around player. He's very good. But yeah, but he's, he's not, not going to excite me. Nothing about yeah. what he's going to do is going to excite me. Exactly. Which is like, why yeah. I also think that they got rid of like the whole big man category. Partly because like usually you have remember before you used to have to pick by position. <laughs> now it's just yeah. like front court, back court, and. Yeah. I mean, part of it is because we lost big men, but I also think they're just not outside of Shaq. They just—it was nothing fun about watching a big man in an All Star game because they just going like watching Tim Duncan and and, and Dirk Nowitzki yeah. in an All Star game was horrible because <laughs> it was it was it was nothing. Tim Duncan did not do anything different, you know. Like in All Star game, the yeah, big he's just a solid player. Floor. He's just gonna like go. He's, he's gonna go to the block. He's gonna shoot it off the glass, and he's gonna like just jog jog down. Tim Duncan, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be, and which is boring. I get it; he deserves it. Or they should just do like you made the All Star team, but you can't play because you're not. Yeah. You're, you'll be boring. Like yeah. you made it, but you yeah you you can't you can't play. You got voted an All Star star, but you're very like you're not gonna excite anyone. Like you're you're, you're you you play for this. Anyone who's played for the Spurs is a yeah. very boring type of dude because the system it works. They're very great. Spurs is good every year. They're they're there every single year, but like they're boring. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't really want to see like, that. I I get that. I know. I'm, I I would. I agree. Like, if it was up to me, it would just be guards. <laughs> it would just also yeah, be guards. That'd be crazy. It would just be guards and forwards and small forwards. And when we KD, yeah, like yeah, Giannis, Giannis and KD are the only two like bigger yeah. dudes I would like left play. Yeah, outside of that, I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, and not, also because they, that yeah, like you said, they're not playing for nothing. So. That's why yeah. it's like it's so trash the first three quarters and the fourth quarter. If it is a closed game, that's when they turn it on, and then it becomes competitive. But I get it because it's like they're, they're it's like their downtime, so they're not trying to like hurt themselves. Like how your boy KD, um, D Wade broke Kobe nose in an All Star game, <laughs> like which was insane. Just like trying to go extra hard. So I guess they're not trying <laughs> to have that happen. Um, is but, there? Is there anyone? Um, like I had, I had one of my brothers had said, um, they should do a three on three tournament for the All Star game. 
like a pickup game, just three on three yeah. tournament. Just like three everybody three, played like, three on three, like to like sixteen or something, and just yeah. the winning the winning three wins it all type of thing. That would, would be pretty cool. I think that'd be cool too. I um, think it would be cool. It would be different, but I just don't know how hard they would go even still. Yeah, yeah like, that's true. Like, it, there's nothing like like how like in like for baseball, like you got AL versus NL, and then whoever wins, don't that team the, get like the home field advantage for, home, the home for the World Series? for the World Series. So it's like whether your team is in it or not, you're playing for something. Yeah. So it's like you know, as a team, you're playing for something. But like in East versus West, it's like cool bragging rights. But I feel like that don't really mean nothing for them, for them guys. I. I I would like, like, is there anyone? Okay, so is there anyone that you're excited? Like, you know, they always have. It always ends up happening. There's like that little quick one on one, like yeah. Brandon Knight and Kyrie went at it. Yeah, you know, like oh. stuff like that happens. Is there anyone you're like? Is there anyone you want to see go at it, like head to head? I mean, I think besides the obvious Kyrie and Steph, I think they will go head to head a little bit. I think I think they'll trade punches. Yeah, but is there anyone else you would like to see? Um, I would like to see, I don't know, honestly, because it's like, I mean, I feel like, I think KD against Giannis would be just like fun, but only, but Giannis isn't a shooter like KD. That's what I feel like that wouldn't, that yeah. would kind of be like the terror. I feel like, I feel like, um, Kawhi versus LeBron would be like fun just to try to see. Kawhi try to like lock him up. Um, Nobody can lock him up like Kobe did in the All Star game. I know he had him on lock <laughs> down, lock <Yeah>. down. <laughs> um, I, honestly, I, it, the matchup isn't there. It would have to be like you know you set a screen for somebody. But if LeBron and Kyrie were head to head for a couple, I was thinking for, about that. I would like I was that. About that. I would like it. Yeah, I would like it. I'm here for it. I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie already sent the Olive Branch saying that E Tech called LeBron and told him that he didn't realize how how hard it was being um the man, you know, to be a leader, to be the man. Yeah. So there's no rivalry there anymore. It's over. Yeah, but um, it would still be cool. It would still be cool. Like yeah. I didn't know there was rivalry between um who, who did Tim Hardaway go out of with? Oh, and that was in like that rookie game. I don't know. Oh, was it okay? That was yeah, great, was too. Okay. That was phenomenal. That was, they was just shoot. Oh, Deion Waiters. He went out with Deion Waiters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They was going back and forth shooting threes. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, Nothing. I don't know. I don't know if there's any good. I don't There's two moments that, like, stick to my, stick in my head in the past, like, five to ten years, honestly. And it's Kobe blocking LeBron on that jump shot. Mm-hmm. That, that'll forever be in my head. And Kyrie putting Brandon Knight on the floor and hitting the step back three. That was the rookie game. Yeah. Like, those two moments will forever be in my head for all yeah. Star weekend, period. I yeah. mean, the dunk I mean, contest, the dunk contest, but, like, as far as, like, the games, just the, actual the rookie, game, the rookie the game sophomore, and then the All-Star game, nothing will stick in my head more than those two games, those two moments. Kobe guarding yeah. LeBron and swatting his joint, put him on lockdown, couldn't let him breathe, and then Kyrie putting Brandon Knight on the floor. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. At all. <laughs> so, yeah, also, like, oh, oh, just since we're at, since we're at it, because he should have been an all star. Aladipo, man, I hope speedy recovery. Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. Speedy recovery. I hope he gets better. You know, uh, he's, he's gonna be out at least a year. Yeah, he's he's gonna come back like next all star game probably. Like next, he's gonna be around out. Next, he'll probably come after the next all star break. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be out. And he That's was tough. he was he's. 
he's finally he's, there. Like, yeah, he's finally like found. He's the guy, but he's found his game. Like the Pacers were winning. Like he was like he was like yeah he was say he was setting himself up to have a great year. Um, it's tough. That's a tough loss. Yeah, I like I like Aladipo a lot. Like yeah, he's he finally found himself. He found his team. He found his like he found it. Everything was clicking yeah. for him, and then it clicked. His squad clicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, you saying Bolt retired? Congratulations! Mm-hmm. About about yeah. time. Yeah, I was about Even, to say, there's nobody, there's, else only, to, there's nobody else to, to race again. <laughs> like, yeah, when Michael Phelps retired, I was like, well, yeah, you beat, how many, you, you beat everybody. What else you, what else you want to do? Everybody, yeah. Like, there's nobody else. You just start racing sharks. Like, there's, no, <laughs> no there's nobody else. He's racing there's, sharks at this point. Yeah, yeah, there's nobody else. There's nobody left. Like, um, nah. But then, and then he was like, he was playing soccer. Uh, Usain Bolt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to play soccer, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, um. I don't know. I feel like Backstreet Boys put out an album. If you care, <laughs> I think the fact that you started laughing lets you know that I, I didn't care. <laughs> oh, Kevin Kevin Barnett died. The comedian. You know oh yeah, yeah. That's he. Um, he was on Die Hard, wasn't he? I think so. He like he like did the show Rel, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, he passed away. Him. Thirty, thirty-two years old, and that scared me. That scared me because I'm, 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 I'm about to be twenty-nine in a couple of weeks, and I'm like, damn, that's like right there, like that's my age. Yeah, that's tough. I don't um, know what he passed away from, but like it was just, yeah, it was that was crazy that you know just people keep just dropping like flies. Yeah, it's sad. So I'm going. After that, I'm going to hit the gym right now. As a matter of fact. <laughs> gotta get healthy. Gotta get healthy. Go. Gotta stay. Yeah, staying around. Stick around for a while. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like um, that's everything I really had to cover on my yeah. end. Yeah, I, I, um, I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm pretty much. I'm pretty much good too. Um. So oh, another good. Just oh, a quick touch on the, the one more thing. I'm so sorry to my. I'm gonna apologize to myself. Apologize to the state of New York. I didn't. I, I could have started off with this too because it was quick. The goat, one of the greatest Yankees to ever play the game, is the first oh, ever yeah. unanimous Hall of Famer. First that's ever right. unanimous Hall of Famer, Mariano Rivera. That's right. Clap it up. Yo, I was I was happy. I was ecstatic when I found out. I was on a I was on a road trip to Philly for Game of Thrones. It was a Game of Thrones convention in Philly. It was kind of boring. It wasn't actually that good, but no. whatever. No, they it was it was all like a publicity stunt. It wasn't like crazy Game of Thrones stuff. It was just they had like people dressed up a little bit, but like it wasn't like it wasn't like Game of Thrones doubt type of thing. It wasn't like it wasn't all that. But on my way there, that's when I found out, and we all just screamed for joy in the car. You know, my whole family's Yankee fans, and Mm -hmm. Derek Jeter's gonna get unanimous too. But the first ever unanimous was Mariano Rivera, very well deserving. Yeah, Yeah. Mm go. Take close up all closes as he should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Quick shout out to him. Yeah. Just because I didn't mention it the whole podcast. But yeah, I think I'm good besides that. Yeah, cool. I'm still winning. I'm, 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 I'm still winning my bet so far. Yeah, for right now until you you what is that? Until I answer oh, this, you, until you, I answer the snap. Until I, I answer the snap. Say, I, I was about to say, you just got you just told me off air. You got some snaps that you've been trying to hold off on. 
Nah, nah, go ahead. Give in. Just give in. Just give me my 100 now, and we can call it a day. Like, why, why make me wait for the 127 when I can get it now? Like, why? I got, a, why? I got a couple of snaps and text messages I got to answer. They got to answer to yeah. from last night. Yeah. So Valentine's Day is coming up. I would love to have that money, that $100. Yeah, you know what's to funny? I'm still single, but I will give you the fact that, was it yesterday? I was at the mall, and I proposed at the mall. Oh, that counts. You owe me. Get out of here. No, no. Yeah. We're not together. She, she didn't say yes, so I'm good. <laughs> it don't matter. You took the action. I don't care whether she said yes or no. <laughs> so, <laughs> for the, for the, hear me out. Terms of the bet. Hear me out. 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 So, um, she Snapchatted me a picture, right? And like, I had to tie my daughter's shoe. So I put the phone down, like on the floor and my boy's girl, I was helping her find an outfit because they're going out tonight or whatever. And, um, she sees my phone and she goes, Oh, Layla, daddy's talking to his wife. And I was like, Whoa, easy there. Okay. So I'm a wife. All right. So I, sna- I Snapchatted her back and I said, yo, my homegirl said that you're my wife. And she snapped back, and she's like, she's like, "There's no ring on my finger." So it was a, it was a funny back and forth proposal. It wasn't like an actual. I just sent her That's a picture. How it of like, I sent her a picture of like, I think it was a K Jewelers or something like that. I said, "Will you marry me?" I just sent her like a ring or nothing. That's how it starts. All right. Now, if she if she hit me up today and she says, "Yeah," now number one, I gotta go buy a ring now because I just sent a picture. <laughs> I didn't. I gotta go buy it. I gotta, you know what I'm saying. I ain't got time yeah, for it. Usually how it works. Usually how it works. <laughs> if you can't really, you can't put a, a picture on your on your finger. You usually gotta yeah, follow that I up know. with the ring. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd have to actually go bother her. She says, "Yeah." And then if she if she hits me up today, like, "Yo, let's get married," I'm like, "Shit!" And I gotta go pay you. God damn it. <laughs> so I'm hoping she yeah, takes the joke and she just laughs it off and everything because nah. she says, "Yeah, I'm screwed." I hope she has no sense of humor and she thinks you serious. <laughs> just dry, right? She's like, "Yeah, yeah super dry." Like, yes. Yes, <laughs> and she just shows up outside in the wedding dress. Like, and you just <laughs> gotta just go. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, um, so. actually, I got a I got a quick joke. If you want to hear a joke before we hang up for for our fans about okay. wedding, okay. So it says somebody posted, "My cousin has two tickets to Super Bowl 2019, both box seats. He paid twenty five hundred for each ticket, but he didn't realize last year that when he bought them." It was going to be it was going to be the same day as his wedding. If you're interested, he's looking for someone to take his place. It's at the Temple of God Church in Aurora, Illinois, at 3 p.m. Her name is Judy <laughs> McNeil. She's five foot five, about 120 pounds, and she's a good cook too. She'll be the one in the white dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not, I'm not missing the game. Somebody marry my yeah, wife. Yeah, so take my place <laughs> at the altar. At the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> good joke for the fans. Quick. Quick funny for the fans. So, yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. Well, cool. Left y'all with a little joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, free to everybody listening. Also, remember, uh, if you're already not subscribed, to subscribe um, to our podcast so you can stay up to date when new episodes drop. Um, as of now, we will be dropping them every Monday. Um, Monday mornings. Start your week off right. Start that commute off right with a nice little hour, hour and 15 minutes of us. So definitely be on the lookout for those every Monday morning. Uh, Free, it's always good to talk to you, and I will talk to you next week. Same, bro.